about to witness the strength of street knowledge. You're listening to Dads with Swag, where your coach Sean has the tools to help you navigate some of life's ups and downs. Let's do it. Whether you're trying to balance work and life, going through a difficult time in marriage, or trying to manifest that perfect mate, Sean can get you from where you are to where you want to be. Loving husband and dad of two amazing girls, your coach Sean can help you turn your dreams into goals and make them a reality. No more faking change, it's time to start making change with the swaggiest dad of them all. Your coach, Sean. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Dads with Swag. We're coming at you live from the swaggiest studio of all, the Dads with Swag studio. And I am joined by my oldest daughter, Bella. Bella, welcome to the studio. Hi. How's your summer going so far? Good. So far, it's been like a week of summer. And and today, we're going to talk about child life balance, right? Because as parents, we always talk about like this work-life balancing, right? We're trying to obtain the ultimate work-life balance. We're trying to, you know, make sure that we spend enough time with our kids and have healthy relationships with them. And we have to make sure that, you know, we, we spend enough time at the office or whatever our job is to make enough income to be able to support our family. And it's a, it's a very, very tight rope that we have to walk to obtain this work-life balance, right? Because if we spend all our time at work making all this money and never enjoy these moments with our children, they're gonna grow up to be all dysfunctional and stuff like that. But if you just sit on your ass and collect welfare, then your kids are gonna have like no respect for you and you're not gonna give them any ambition to go out and like find a career choice or be an entrepreneur or think that they can, you know, go out there and make a good, strong living because they haven't had any good role models. So it's a very slippery slope, this work-life balance. But with that also comes child-life balance. And I don't think it's talked about enough. You know, kids today, they have so many different distractions coming at them. And we're going to talk about a few of those with Bella. And they have a whole like workload of school, right? Homework and schoolwork and social school that they have to keep up with. But then after school, they have all these extracurricular activities that they like to do to kind of try to figure out who they are and figure out what they want to do in life and the things that make them happy. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Bell, tell us a little bit about your school life, like how a typical like day at school for you, what's that typically consist of? So at school, we have block schedules. So depending on the day, if it's an A day or B day, we have four classes and then a snack and lunch. So it'll typically go, we have to, our first class will start at eight o'clock in the morning and then end at our like 9 20 and then we have snack or break where you can either eat a snack or you can just hang out socialize till about 9 45 and then at 9 50 our next class begins till 11 o'clock and then we'll t- and then typically it'll go from after that class we'll have lunch and then we'll have our next two classes but depending but after lunch we can either have clubs or advisory so it really just depends on the day of the week and then how much homework do you think you typically get at school between one to 
two or three hours of homework. Man, that's a lot of homework. And then what are some of your extracurricular activities that you like to do outside of school? Well, when I was like in like sixth grade, I used to play volleyball. But recently I joined my dance company at Diverse Elements Dance Studio. And so I've just done dance a lot. I have about 14 hours a week typically. And yeah, so that's all I do. Is it hard to maintain your homework, school life, and your dance life? Yeah. What's the hardest part about it? Having time to study for tests while, and then have dance. Because sometimes I'll have a test and I'll like have like a really busy weekend to where I can't study and then I'll have it on like a Tuesday, but I have dance Monday. So I'll have to find time on Monday to study for the test on Tuesday. And now I have to let you guys know that Bella is probably one of the most responsible kids I know. Like she's so organized, overly organized. Why don't you tell them the story real quick about your agenda? So the kids, ever since they were in preschool, they get these things, these agendas. And every day the agenda comes home and it kind of says like what their homework is or what they did in school that day. And then the parent has to sign it. So then the teachers know, you know, hey, the parents knows what's going on. And then if the teachers have to write notes, they put it in the agenda. If the parent wants to write a note to the teacher, they put it in the agenda. So once the kids get to middle school, though, the agenda, it the parents don't have to sign it anymore. And we're a little hands off on the agenda, but it's a great tool to help the kids stay organized and on task. So tell tell the listeners the story about your agenda this year. So this year I decided, because in past years we'd get like certain notebooks and binders and it'd be a different color for each class. So I've always stuck with that. I think we got that in like around fourth grade. So I've always stuck with that same color pattern. So what I did this year is I got different colored pens with that same color pattern and I would write for each box for each class which like in the color so then it'd be really color coordinated but it'd still have all my classes on the side and like have all the dates and the what if it was an a or b day so one day i was in science and we have to put our agenda in the front and my science teacher is like like is like checking the agenda he sees mine he's like i need to borrow this really quick and he just leaves the classroom and i'm like freaking out like what is he doing with it what did i do wrong and then he just comes back and puts it down and then the not the next day but the day after so like two days later I'm in math and I see what looks like a printout of my agenda on my math teacher's wall and I'm like wait what and so I get closer and I'm like where'd you get this and she's like oh it was in this it was in our staff meeting um Mr. Catilla which is my science teacher saw uh showed it to everyone and said that this is what an agenda should look like. And so Miss Gothy, which is my principal, told all the teachers that they have to put it in their classroom. And it was my agenda. And I was like, oh, so that's what he was doing with my agenda. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But that just that's a little like hint into how organized this young lady is. I'm telling you, super responsible and super organized. She does not get that from me, as you guys probably know. But... And she's still, so she's this organized, she's this structured, she's this well put together, and yet she still has some challenges with school life balance. How do you feel having to give up volleyball in order to do so much dance? 
Well, I used to love, like, I loved playing volleyball, and it was really fun to do the games and the practices. But since I didn't, since I'm not doing that, everyone's wondering why I'm not doing that. And so, like, the PE teachers and stuff, when it's volleyball season, will force me to do it. And I'm like, I can't do it because I have dance. So, like, I love doing dance, but I also loved volleyball. So, it's a little bit upsetting that I can't do volleyball. But it's not like I did it as, like, a club sport. It was just, like, a couple weeks as a school sport. So, it's not that big of a deal. But it's still, I did it for, like, two or three years. So, it's kind of upsetting. But Do you think that, do you ever sometimes wish that you could do both? Do, like, dance and volleyball and keep up with your school schedule? Definitely, because it was a lot of fun. But what are some other what are some other things that kids in your grade do as extracurricular activities? Soccer, soccer, a lot of soccer playing. Your yeah. best friend plays soccer. Yeah. Okay. And how do they ever talk about how hard it is to keep up with school and soccer? Not really, because well, only my best friend. I like talk to her, but she doesn't really talk about it too much because she stays up really late at night I know that she'll stay up till like 10 or 11 o'clock to where her mom will have to like take something away from her to make her go to bed because she'll be up late doing homework because she'll get back from soccer practice at like nine o'clock and she has it I'm pretty sure almost every single day because she's on the state not like the national like the state team um so she'll come home really late at night and then she'll have a lot of homework to do so she'll be up late and then not get enough sleep which yeah isn't sleep healthy. is very important yeah i used to make bell go to bed at nine o'clock and then just a couple months ago she coerced me into letting her stay up <laughs> until she wants to go to sleep and the good thing is like i said i never would have made that deal if she wasn't so responsible because she does make sure that she gets to sleep at a somewhat decent time so she's not cranky in the morning and she does get up on time if not early every single morning so that's a good thing what are some other things other than just like the homework factor of school that plays into this like other activities at school that you think you might miss out on or these activities take time and so does dance and sometimes there's a conflict is there anything like that um well there's a tendency to have like a lot of app like dances like school dances or like we just had our end of the year carnival a couple weeks ago and then they tend to have them always on friday nights and I always have dance on Friday nights. So it's really hard to pick which one to go to. So we had formal and I was like, that's like a huge dance for our, for like middle school. It's like prom for mid, for seventh and eighth graders. Cause sixth graders not allowed, aren't allowed to go. So since I was a sixth grader last year, I wasn't allowed to go. So I was like, well, of course I want to go. So I skipped dance to go. And then the next week we had a school carnival and it was from, I think about four, like five o'clock to nine o'clock at night. And I have danced till seven. So I convinced my dad to let me go after dance. So I was there for about an hour after dance, which was good that it was later at night. But, but there's a tendency that these events will start at like six and then end at like eight. So if I went after dance, I typically wouldn't be able to really do anything I only have like 30 minutes there which isn't very fun so it really I really have to just pick and choose which 
things like what's more important sometimes yeah definitely and that's for a kid that those are tough choices to make we're going to be right back and we're going to talk more with bella about school life balance and the life of a teenager now back to dads with swag with your host sean alfonso Welcome back to Dads with Swag. Check us out on iTunes and please subscribe, rate, and review the show. We need all the love we can get. You can find all our past episodes on dadswithswag.com. Follow us on social media at your coach Sean. And if you have any questions or show ideas or you want to come on the show, email me at Sean at SeanAlfonso.com. Do you have a dad with swag? Or is your baby daddy a dad with swag? Do you know a single dad out there holding things down? Maybe your coworker is a dad with swag. If so, make sure you enter our Father's Day giveaway. You can win a gift certificate from Holt Cigars, one of the oldest and most established cigar retailers in the world. It doesn't matter if he's a novice or a connoisseur when it comes to cigars. Holtz has something for everyone. With amazing customer service and a 30-day back money guarantee, it's definitely my go-to spot when I need to add some sticks to my humidor. In fact, I just placed my order for a Rocky Patel Mulligan's Monster Deal of 20 cigars for $49, and I got free shipping. To enter the contest, just follow us on Instagram at YourCoachSean and tag the dad with swag you know. Or if you want to keep it on the DL, just shoot me an email at Sean at SeanAlfonso.com with their username and we'll keep the nomination private. We'll pick the winner live June 14th, so stay tuned. So, Bell, another big thing that like teenagers have to deal with all the time is social media. So, how, as a teenager, how do you deal with social media? What are some of the social media apps that you like to play around with these days? Well... I use Instagram a lot and then Snapchat is one that my friends use now. Instead of texting on iMessages, we just text off of that and we send each other like pic- funny pictures or like videos of ourselves using like the filters. My favorite filter is definitely the one with the huge mouth when it changes your voice. I love using that one. And so we'll just send like funny things back and forth with each other using Snapchat and then Instagram I use, and I also use Twitter, but I use Twitter just to try to get in contact with Zac Efron, because why not? And so- that's her crush. You could admit it live in front no, of millions of people. I just want- My 13-year-old no. daughter is in love with Zac Efron. And daddy's okay with it, because like I said in a previous <laughs> episode when we had the girls on, and at that time, who was your Hollywood crush then? What was Ooh, his Grant name? Gustin. Grant Gustin. He's but, awful. He's a Dodgers <laughs> fan, so- yeah don't watch the flash so it's it's funny that you know she has these hollywood crushes but it's kind of cool and refreshing because as a dad she's allowed to have these crushes and have these idolizations but it's easy for me because it's so unattainable it's not like it's like a sophomore in her high school you know what i'm saying so it, it helps with the stress a little bit all right so you are on twitter so you can stalk zach efron yeah i do that on, Insta- on instagram too to where i used to go to like the search thing and in my like what they like my explore page everything would be zach efron but i've gotten to the point where it's not really zach efron anymore so i think that's a 
bad thing. What's on um, your Explorer page now? Like, well, there'll be like every once in a while pictures of Zac Efron, but then when you click it, you can like scroll down and then there'll be more. But majority of the time when I click it, I've already saved it. And then when I scroll down, I saved all of them. So, I mean, yeah, but now it's just like slime videos because those are very satisfying to watch. Everybody loves slime videos. If you're a parent out there in 2018, <laughs> you know about that slime. <sighs> Man, this slime has taken over the house. Houses across the world are dealing with this slime. Uh, okay, so Snapchat, Instagram, a little bit of Twitter. Uh, what oh, else? and house party. Well, that's not like social media, but it's kind of is. It's like FaceTime, but you can so you can go into it and then you have like all your friends that you like add so like it's kind of like social media and then you can just like talk with your friends and you can like lock it and like all this stuff and you just face so you can lock it so then parents can't get in there and like crash your house party yeah or so if there's really annoying sixth graders that you don't want to be in there you can just lock it like because you can see when they come in so sometimes i'll be on the on there with my friends and we'll all see oh blah 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 just is in the house and then we'll be like oh my gosh this person's in the house and we lock it oh okay okay and then right when, and then we'll go and see if they're still there and then right when they're gone we'll unlock it okay okay <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun see back, back in my day we would just go to a friend's house and all get together we are going to like, their house and and talk and if a person an annoying sixth grader rolled up we just wouldn't let them in the house but so, so now you got to remember to lock your door to the house party before the annoying sixth graders come in. OK, what about like and you might not know about this, but maybe you do. Uh, but it might be you might be a little young for it. What about like secret apps? Do you huh? do you know about any? Se- so so she, she don't know about any secret. I've apps. heard of them. Yeah, but I think I it might be more of a like high school or eighth grader thing. Aren't they like um, where you can like cover it up so it doesn't look like you're, it's like a drug selling app? Where you can bu- purchase drugs and no, alcohol? Not necessarily a drug or alcohol <laughs> selling app, at my naive daughter. It's like to where it could be like a Snapchat or like a house party. But if your parents don't let you have Snapchat or house party, then you could make the app look like a calculator on your phone. Oh, so then when your parents look at your phone, then they're like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's just a calculator. And then they won't know that you have. But the cool thing is, is that like Bell is so responsible and stuff that, you know, she could be pretty open with her mom and I about like the different apps that she wants and stuff like that. And we take all her recommendations seriously. We don't just say no, like right off the top. There's usually, at least with me, there's usually a good reason. Like there's a good reason I won't let you wear makeup unless it's like mascara or lip gloss or highlighter. No, no. Daddy is against the highlighter. <laughs> all you dads out there against the highlighter. Always let your children wear highlighter. It's no. the best part. It makes them look like a shiny clown that sparkles <laughs> in the sunlight. Uh, it's not highlighter is not a good thing. I'm, I'm definitely anti makeup. I think that like women are so naturally beautiful. And I think society and marketing has like brainwashed young girls and grown women to the fact that they need to put all this clown paste on their face to make themselves look beautiful. When in fact, the natural beauty that God gave them is beautiful enough for me. So we have this discussion all the time. You know, if you listen to the show a lot, you know that, you know, I'm divorced when the girls were really little. So at Belle's mom's house, she's allowed to wear makeup 
but at our house she's not allowed to wear makeup it's gone to the point where my friends will my friend will be like well has gone to the point where she'll be like okay i'm gonna start guessing which house you're at so when i go to school with like when you can tell I have like highlighter and like I have mascara and all that stuff on, she'll be like, Oh, you're at your mom's house. Or when I go to school and I have nothing on, she'll be like, Oh, you were at your dad's house. <laughs> See, that's the way I like it though, because it, it keeps her beautiful and innocent and it doesn't allow her to fall into that trap that beauty is exterior and beauty can be obtained through purchasing of these products. It really can't. And as long as I possibly can keep her in this bubble of not painting her face up. But I do now, if it's a special occasion like a bar mitzvah or like a dance. Or summer. Not summer. Yes, summer. uh, uh, Not the mall. But like a special occasion. Then I do let you wear some makeup. Right? Not really. For bar mitzvahs? You'll let me wear like lipstick. What about for bar mitzvahs? I'll let you put makeup on. Yes. She knows it's true. And we went to a makeup class, right? Yeah, but I'm still not allowed to wear makeup. That's true. But on a special occasions. Which come like once every seven months. Hey, once every seven months is better than once every no months, right? That's what I say. That doesn't make sense. No? Doesn't make sense. There's 12 months. There can't be no months. (laughs) All right. So then maybe we'll say no more makeup until you're 19. That's illegal. (laughs) Because when I'm 18, I'm an adult and I can do whatever I want. That's true. That is true. She can do whatever she wants. So, and I'm trying to like, she's 13 now, people. I don't want you to think like I'm talking to like my 17 year old daughter and I'm trying to like keep her in a cocoon. So she's 13. I don't think she needs to wear makeup. Why don't you guys hit me up on social media or email me and let me know what your guys' thoughts are. But I think like maybe once she's 16, then maybe she could wear a little bit more makeup. (laughs) But for right now, just, and she has such beautiful skin. Like everybody that sees her is like, oh my gosh, your skin is so beautiful. So beautiful. Like why mess it up and cover it up with makeup? I don't get it. Because it's fun. Because it's fun. Um, So let's see. We hit on the social media aspect. Snapchat is basically where all the kids are at. So if you guys didn't get your Snapchat stock early on, make sure you go out there and get it now. Facebook is crumbling. Belle doesn't even have Facebook. Never even asked for Facebook. Isn't that like what old people use? See, that's what old people use. (laughs) Um, So it's all about about the gram and the Snapchat. So, um, all right, let's see. What else? What are are some other things? What's like right now as a 13-year-old, what is the most stressful thing in your life? People. People? Yes. Like old people, young people, like or your aged people? My aged people. Your aged people? And teachers. Teachers can be very stressful. Teachers when, can be stressful? Yes, because there'll be certain times, especially in my math class, when me, there was like me and then one or two other kids that were like, we'd always be behave, we'd always be respectful of the teacher. But then everyone else in the class would always be yelling and talking and like making all these jokes and these sounds and it was like really annoying so then my, so then it would get to the point where my math teacher would get like really upset to where like she'd like get scary like you'd want to like leave the classroom because it was really scary like to where she'd start sending everyone to the principal's office it was really scary and then you'd be like not understanding 
like why like we get lectures every time saying that we have to like grow up and all this stuff but then you're like sitting there like this does not apply to me I've been fine all year when it's like yeah now at on the same token and this this is like a great parenting example as well uh so did she ever stand up and give a speech or a lecture or a testimonial about the great kids in class no like hey you four are amazing great listeners no, but the other kids knew that we were her favorites yeah. because she'd always be really nice to us. And like, she'd like when she'd go around and like check homework, she'd like just be, she'd be, she'd be like, oh, Bella, did you do your homework? I'd be like, yeah. And she'd be like, okay, that makes sense. And so, and then she, but then the other kids, she'd like stand there and be like, where's your homework? When they'd be like, oh, I did it. When for us, she doesn't have to check it. She just mentally, she, yeah, she trusts yeah. us. It's funny because there's such a great correlation right there with parenting as well because sometimes we overemphasize on negative behavior and you know we're like we we talk about and we preach on the negative things that our kids are doing and we don't focus enough time and I'm I'm I do this a lot too I, we don't focus enough time on accentuating the positive behavior of our kids and continue to talk about you know all the great things they do but we're really quick to jump on like when they forgot to do something or they didn't do something or they're misbehaving and we forget to like emphasize when they're actually behaving well or being good kids so i think teachers they need to learn that lesson and i think parents as well we need to learn that lesson that we can't just like emphasize the negative stuff we have to emphasize on the positive stuff too we're going to take another quick break and when we come back we're going to talk to isabella about bullying and negative behavior let's try that out peace now back to dads with swag with your host sean alfonso Welcome back to Dads with Swag. Check us out on iTunes and please subscribe, rate, and review the show. We need all the love we can get. You can find all our past episodes on dadswithswag.com. Follow us on social media at your coach Sean. And if you have any questions or show ideas or you want to come on the show, email me at Sean at SeanAlfonso.com. With all my family still living in the Bay, finding great childcare has always been a hard thing for me. I started using care.com about 12 years ago, and it's one of the best choices I made. I love that parents can give feedback on a sitter, and if you listen to the show often, you know how protective I am when it comes to my babies. That's why I love that care.com offers me the tools to run background checks and reference checks when I'm looking for a sitter. Most sitters have photos and videos you can see to give you a good feel for the person before you invite them in your home. And shoot, before I met Wifey, I even used Care.com to find housekeepers and dog sitters. My kids will probably use Care.com when I'm old for some senior care. Yup, Care.com has everything you need to help run a household all in one spot. I have the premium membership with Care.com and I think you'll love it as much as I do. So I hooked up with the peeps at Care.com to get you guys a swagged out special of 30% off your premium membership. Just go to care.com forward slash swag. That's care.com forward slash swag for your 30% off that premium membership. So, Belle, 
a lot of parents out there like today think bullying in school means like bloody noses and fat lips and kids getting pushed around and you know getting beat up and stuff like that that's what a lot of parents consider bullying what are some other types of bullying that teenagers have to deal with today there's cyberbullying where it's with like they can text you mean things or put or like send you mean, mean things over social media well there's physical bullying and then there can there's also like verbal bullying when they'll just like put you down and just like tell you mean things like when you're at school like maybe they'll talk about you behind your back and then they'll be like or they'll do or they'll like whisper things to you when you're in the hall and like or like start laughing at you and all this stuff so there's there's a lot of different types of bullying but there's definitely those I feel like those three are the biggest ones yeah and like what could kids do to kind of help because basically as adults we know that all of that stuff is lies like it's just even if it's a truth Mm -hmm. like oh so and so did this and they really did do that the person who's doing the bullying or spreading the rumors they're just like doing it to make themselves feel better Mm -hmm. like it's not really because what that person did was so awful or impacts the world in such a negative way Mm -hmm. and as adults we know that when a bully bullies they're really because they're missing something in their own life as teenagers it's hard to understand that and believe that what are some things that you know kids can do these days to not let bullying affect them like to not let it hurt their feelings or hurt their brain or their self-esteem always have one good friend that you can rely on or like a couple would even be great but definitely one that you can always rely on because then if something like this happens you can just go to that friend and they can like help you to like pick you back up or even if because I know there's been situations where like me and then my, my uh, one of my best friends like we'll be hanging out with the bully at our school and then they'll say something about them and then later on we'll tell each other what they said about about us so like if I was with the bully and then she and then this person says something about my best friend then I'll go tell my best friend like so really just having like those people you can like rely on or like having like those role models that you can like go and like watch something or listen to music and just from like those like role models and then just feel better like when I'm upset I'll watch like Zac Efron movies or like interviews or stuff like that and then I'll feel better or I'll listen to music or something yeah how do you not let negative comments on social media affect you like if kids try to bully you on social media or leave you negative comments on social media that doesn't happen to me too often but it's definitely happened to my friends before and I know they'll be like really upset and they'll just like talk to people and just try to like see what they should do. Yeah. My recommendation would be to block and not let those people follow yeah. you no more because that's not nice. Um, and it's just, you know, parents today, you know, it's just like every day. Our kids don't always come and talk to us and we could we can let them know that, you know, it's OK for them to come and talk to us and for us to be that outlet. 
But for a lot of times, they're not going to do that. They're going to turn to their peers. So we kind of got to make sure that, you know, we know who our kids friends are and make sure that they're like cool role models and they're accountable kids too. So they, they can have each other's back. What about the kids at school that don't have any friends? I'm sure there's like a kid or two there that yeah. like nobody plays with. What should those kids do? Um, first try to make friends. Like I know there's certain kids that like try to just stay in their own bubble and like they'll just like, the, they don't really reach out to people like try to like to reach out to people and like make friends first and then if that doesn't work then I just like try to get more involved with activities to then make friends like just really try to make friends if you can and like try to get out of your like own little bubble and then if not just find something else that you enjoy to where if something like that happens you can just turn to that thing turn to that thing that you enjoy yeah to kind of take the blues away and then what do you think are some things for like kids that it's really easy to make friends do you think there's like anything that those kids can do to like you know if you're at school one day and you see like oh this kid who i've gone to school with for like two years is still in their bubble and doesn't like make friends. Is there anything that some of the more extroverted kids can do to like go try to make friends with that pe- those people or most like bubble kids just don't even want to make friends? Well, most bubble kids don't really want to interact with people because I know people like me and my best friend will try to like socialize with those kids, but then they'll just like not do anything. They'll just stand there and like stare at us like we're crazy people. So like we'll try like... They, but have you met you? You are a tad bit crazy. Well, yeah, I know that. But like, they'll just be like wondering why we're talking to them and why we're trying to be nice to them because most people don't. So like, they don't really know what to do and like what to come of it. Yeah. Well, the one tip that I got for grownups out there, kids out there and everybody is the more people you're nice to and the more you go out of your way to try to make friends with people and try to make people feel comfortable, the the better things are going to be. Um, because you never know like what some other kids are dealing with. What are some of like the hard things that kids your age are dealing with? And it might not be like your friends or kids at your school or kids at your dance company, but just like things that you have heard or seen through social media or the internet, what are some of the troubling things that kids are going through right now? Well, I know my friend, like there's this one person that at our school that is just mean to people on and off. Like they always have someone new to be mean to. So, and they'll just be on and off, like depending on like, they'll be like really mean to that person one day and then really nice to them the next day. So just like on and off bullies. And then like, there's I know this one person that gets like like she's this per she's very um tough we'll say and so she but she's small so she's so she'll come to dance a lot with like bruises like like bad bruises or like cuts and we'll be like what happened and she'll be like oh this kid punched me and and that's just like her school like they're very like mean and like physical at her school so like i've seen that before and yeah okay so getting punched is still a thing that happens yeah like she almost got a bro 
Apparently, this one kid almost broke her nose the other day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah that's public school for you. Yeah. Um, so, what are some other things? Like, what about, I know, for instance, and you don't, I'm, I'm sure you deal with it a lot um, as like a reaction type thing, but your mom and I have been divorced for so long now that you probably don't remember like any of the things Mm-mm. that were happening when we were getting divorced because no. uh, you were such a little, yeah. little girl. What about like, how does divorce, do you know anybody whose parents are thinking about or going through a divorce now? No. No. Okay, so we don't know if that plays out. I'm sure, though, that does affect kids in a negative way. So what about, like, what are some of the negative things? Do you have any friends that have... See, that's the tricky part, though, because you go to such a a good private school that not a lot of the families there are divorced because typically once the families get divorced to save money, they... Because they don't focus... When when parents get divorced, they don't always focus on the kids. Mm -hmm. They focus on themselves and I have to say that luckily for my ex-wife and I, when we were getting divorced, our number one focus was the girls yeah. and their education and their well-being and all that stuff. That was more important to us than money. So we made sure that you know their education came first. But with a lot of divorced families, they're more interested in the money aspect. So like they take their kids out of private school. Yeah. Like all the families that I know that have gotten divorced that that have gone to Bell's school they've since left the school because Mm -hmm. they'd rather save money and then put their kids at the expense of their kids' education. Yeah. So do you have any other friends that are divorced parents? Um, Yeah. Man, that was hard for her to think. (laughs) What are some of their biggest troubles? Do you know? Like, do you ever talk about it with them? Not really, but it's more like just having to, I feel like with both, like with me too you have to bring a lot of stuff because like you always want to have like this certain pair of shoes like to wear like if you're with them over the weekend you always want to have like a certain pair of shoes it's a certain outfit so then you bring all that over to that house but then so you have this like huge bag of stuff plus your backpack your lunch your water bottle like your dance bag like whatever you have all this stuff and then you don't really don't have anywhere to put it. And so you have to do that a lot. So that can be really, so that's really stressful sometimes. But I think some, I feel like it really just depends. Like I feel like for guys it can be easier because they don't really do, like they don't really have very much stuff. But like. But they do. Like some kids well, yeah. have like all their baseball equipment yeah. or hockey equipment. But like they don't have like, they, I feel like guys typically have like that one pair of shoes or like they don't really just wear like t-shirts and like basketball shorts and they wear them like for like three days straight yes we do so but like girls have like this like all these shoes they have all their makeup and like all this stuff and they don't want to spend money on getting duplicates for both houses so they want to bring it all over back and forth so i know that's very stressful yeah and that's a pain in the butt Mm -hmm. not just stressful it's also a pain in the butt yeah so parents living divorced parents living closer to each other it's easier would be easier and then that once you're old enough to drive then that situation probably won't be as bad because then you could just keep stuff like in the trunk of your car and things like that but yeah storing all that stuff uh, is a challenge at school so what as a teenager what are some other like big issue items that you deal with 
like that some other parents out there like because you and I have like a cool relationship we can talk yeah. to each other I know you don't talk to me about everything that you possibly <laughs> could and that's fine because as a teenager you also are learning the balancing act of like what to share with your parents and what to share with your friends and what to keep in your own heart mm-hmm. and what to only share with God um but for a lot of parents out there, they don't have, like their kids don't tell them anything at all. Yeah. What are some things that parents should be looking out for right now, like that their teenage daughters uh, might be getting into or might be dealing with like mentally? Um, well, probably just like like bullies and stuff. Like you always want to make sure that they're not getting bullied. Like if they come home one day with like random like bumps and bruises, like you really want to make sure that they're not getting bullied or like if they're always upset you really want to make sure that there's not something wrong because it could be a bigger situation than you think like you could you could think that they just got like a bad grade but it could really be that they're getting bullied and stuff so you really just want to make sure that that's not the issue so you always want to look out for that and yeah just mainly just that do you think it's a good idea that parents monitor their kids social media so they can see like if people are leaving negative comments and things like that i feel like yes and no like it's always a good idea to make sure that your kids aren't like doing that sort of stuff but i feel like also kids just want to be kids so sometimes on like their snapchats and stuff they want to put stuff on their story but then they're like wait i can't because my parents will see it or stuff like that so like it's always something that they want to be like oh I shouldn't put this on there because my parents will see it. But at the same time, it's like you want to put it on there, but you don't want to get in trouble for it. All right. Give me an example of something that you would want to put on your Snapchat story, but you think your parents would get mad about. Like if I saw like a random person like that was like dancing, but like I don't know them and I was like, oh my gosh, this person's hilarious. They're dancing in public for like no parents. Like they're just in the line like dancing in the grocery store and I'd want to film that and put it on Snapchat. But then I'd be like, I don't know this person, so I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's the thing with me. She'd get in trouble. Yeah. She'd get in big trouble. Mm-hmm. But with my wife with her stepmom she wouldn't get in trouble at all uh-uh. because she does the same thing yeah but at least i'm consistent because when maggie yeah. does it i tell her hey that's not nice don't do that <laughs> right yeah so it's not just like a, a kid thing either i wonder if megan does that if she like doesn't yes. put things on her story oh. because she's afraid that i'll be I doubt mad at it. her i doubt it she's like i better not post this sean's gonna get mad uh-huh. uh that's funny okay so what are what are some tips like that you might be able to give to parents out there since they can't like always monitor their kids' social media? And then plus you kids all have like extra social media accounts mm-hmm. and like spam accounts and all that yep. kind of stuff. So it's hard for parents to even keep up with all that. Yeah. I love the point that you made where like at some point parents just have to let kids be kids. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, we have to just instill in them that one, everything that they post or put online is forever. And B, try to keep other children and other people's feelings into consideration when they post something. But yeah. in the same breath, kids are just going to be kids. Yeah. Uh, what are some other things, though, that parents should look for to make sure that their kids might like aren't getting cyberbullied or aren't cyberbullying somebody else? 
Um, really? So, like, if, uh, always, I try to always have, like, a monthly, like, check to see like on like their devices to see like just to make and like let the kids know this so like you're not or like whenever or like just know their path like their phone password so then like every once in a while you can like when they're like all gone you can like go in and like check just to make sure and so then they like they don't under so then they don't get like their feelings hurt but then you like have an insight to see to like know for sure what's going on so because like I know my parents know all my passwords and stuff so do you think it's better for a parent to just like check that stuff when the kid's sleeping or to let the kid know hey i'm gonna go check your phone right now um i feel like if you tell the i feel like it's always good to let the person know if you're going through their stuff but like with that if the kid is doing something wrong or something is happening to the kid they're not gonna want you to check it like yeah. they're not gonna like they'll hide it from you or like they'll do something so that you never check it yeah. so like i feel like in some situations it's always good to just not say anything and just check it at night but at the same time it's like invading their space so it, is. it really depends yeah. like if you think something's going on then definitely just do it when they're not when they don't know but if not then just check yeah. it just ask them that's a great point all right we're gonna take one last break now back to dads with swag with your host sean alfonso Welcome back to Dads with Swag. Check us out on iTunes and please subscribe, rate, and review the show. We need all the love we can get. You can find all our past episodes on dadswithswag.com. Follow us on social media at your coach Sean. And if you have any questions or show ideas or you want to come on the show, email me at Sean at SeanAlfonso.com. Check out our episode on family bonding on a budget. A great way to bond is cooking together. At our house, we love HelloFresh. It comes straight to the door every week with easy-to-read and step-by-step directions. All the ingredients are pre-measured. That makes it fun and fast. A great meal the whole family loves. Go to HelloFresh.com and use promo code SWAG30 to save 30% off your first order. That's SWAG30 to get your 30% off. All right, I just want to thank my beautiful daughter, Bella, for coming in the studio today and giving us this time and helping us kind of figure out what's going in the mind of a teenager. Any last things you want to say to the audience before you go? Nope. Nope. That's it. Just let your kids do what they want. Like, if they want to wear makeup, let them wear makeup. If they want to have fake nails because their nails don't grow because they used to bite them and try and get to get out of that habit let them try that for one for a little bit to see how it works just let your kids do what they want dad okay that's her little spiel to try to get me to do what she wants me to do good try though good try (laughs) everybody thanks for listening to dads with swag we out every Thursday.
Thursday or go to dadswithswag.com to download past episodes.